Whoa, Nelly, little biscuits and sundry tomatoes. Before we start this mini episode, Justin, we got a voicemail. Oh, we got a voicemail. We got a voicemail. Let's go. Crank it, crank it. That's what I be saying. Hey, so this is Jason Blanks from Grand Rapids, Michigan. And What's up, Jason? I'm calling to let you know, first off, big fan. Definitely a big fan of you guys. But it. it's, this is a response to the actual drumline thing. Okay. So in drum, uh, in, I was actually in the drumline from New Orleans, uh, in New Orleans, uh, or Slidell, Louisiana. Okay. Which is about 30 minutes outside of actual New Orleans itself. No. But also we really kind of went against, like, the big New Orleans schools as well. Growing up, actually, in New Orleans uh, uh, itself, you do kind of get used to the idea of marching band actually having those parades. So the Mardi Gras parades are actually competition. So mm. when you go to the actual, like, final parade day or whatever like that, uh, like Zulu, uh, Zulu and uh, which is Rex as well, okay. those are competitions. But you will, it will not be uh, like a, like, nothing new that you see people have drum off and like uh, have competitions in some form of fashion okay. so drum offs are a real thing so um the songs where just the drums are playing themselves the drum line are playing itself is actually called cadence oh. and yeah you have drum um like drum lines actually go versus each other me myself i was part of the, um the cymbals and also then i became a tenor player which is those four drums or five drums depends on which you're drumline provides uh we've had to actually do those competitions themselves that'll drum off themselves and sometimes those are actually kind of rep points but also they are for competition purposes as well and those competitions also those halftime shows are usually also competitions in some form of fashion because you would have uh, schools actually competing for the, uh like a title or notoriety in some way so if the best example I can possibly talk to you about is Bayou Classic. If you watch the Bayou Classic between Southern University and uh, Grambling State University, you'll see them actually have this competition. The drum-offs are not usually always shown on TV unless you're watching, like, BET or something like that. But those are usually taking place, like, the night before the actual halftime shows themselves. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the Bayou Classic, Definitely would be best example that you could see where the drum offs are uh, kind of happening, as well as also the band competitions or the marching band competitions themselves are happening. Okay. So yes, those things really do happen. So this is just a, a voicemail responding to that. Uh, keep doing what y'all doing. Stay dope. Stay amazing. Keep making history. Peace. Thank you so, so much. Jason. My whole thing with that is why you gotta bring like real shit in here? Why can't we just say bullshit on <laughs> on this show? No, I'm playing. No, no thank you. I, actually, I, I like the fact that we know we know people who are yeah. actually gonna give us like, hey, actually, that's actually a real thing. Give us a heads up. It's exactly. Like, I'm not always joking when I say call in, folks. Leave us a voicemail. Yeah, we, we want to know five zero eight zero nine seven eight. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? We want to know your thoughts, your your fears. Yeah, call what your fears. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know what keeps it. I don't that. like snakes. <laughs> I would love that. We just got a bunch of voicemails with fears. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Tell us your fears, who, who, and we'll tell you how to get over who, them. Who, who are we, the fucking scarecrow? <laughs> we, got enough, <laughs> if we got enough emails. We could have a whole like spinoff of just answering people's fears. Actually, you know what? We should do... Uh, send us your fears and we will collect it for a special episode for Halloween. We're not going on that fucking boat. Yes, we are. We're not going on a boat, nigga. Stop, bringing, stop trying to make fetch happen. I'm not going on a boat with you. Why not? Because I don't want to die. <laughs> I want to live. Yeah, well. 
All right, we also got to call it Idris because we did get some new Patriots. All right. It'd be good to talk to him again after I interviewed him the other day. Uh, Brandon, good to see you. Hey, good, good seeing you again, buddy. Doing all right. How's everything? Well, I didn't ask how you were doing, but I'm good, man. Uh, how you been? Not too bad. Not too bad. All right, cool, man. You look a little tired. It's from the hijack press conference you had to do? Oh, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, busy schedule. Yeah, you're not going to say hi to Justin? No, nah, Justin's okay. How, how you doing, David? I'm doing all right, man. How you doing, bro? Doing all right. Thank you very much. Justin always sounds like Eddie Murphy when he talks to you. It's weird. But uh, we got yeah, some. Uh, we got nice. one returning Patriot and then a brand new Patriot. All right. Who do we have? Uh, the returning Patriot is Jeffrey McKinney. Jeffrey, you left. But you're back now. And he left again. And then he came back. Then you came back. It seems just to be a you know revolving door for you. But don't worry. As many times as you leave, we will always welcome you back. Thank mm-hmm. you for being the Patriot once again. Thank you for your patronage. That's right, Jeffrey. We're always going to leave the light on for you. Like Motel 6 up with this motherfucker. <laughs> 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 the new Patriot we have is Melvin Atkins. Melvin. Melvin, Melvin. You're a new Patriot. And I want to thank you for becoming a patriot. Yep. You decided to come and join us, and uh, there's nothing better than that. Thank you for being a patriot, Melvin, and we look forward to having you al- along with us all this way as we head up the mountain towards Olympus. Oh, man, this press tour is really taking you for a loop, huh, buddy? Yeah, it's been a long tour. I can tell. I can tell. But I hope you get some rest soon. I mean, based on uh, your recent projects and reviews, you're probably going to be able to take a long rest, if you know what I mean. All right. Uh, good to see you, Idris. And, uh, folks, uh, here's our episode. You know, I hung up on Re- Idris before you said that. I, I called him right back, though. I called him back. I knew you were to say some bullshit. I called him back. How dare you, man? He called me a nigga vampire recently. He deserves that. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> If you call me an insult, I can't even understand <laughs> on a physical level. Maybe you level. need to read a book, nigga. <laughs> All right, here's this episode, everybody. Medium popcorn, we are too near. And Justin Brown for your moving needs Media popcorn Woo! You haven't seen it, well we're gonna spoil it Spoil it in your face That's your warning uh. So if you get pissed, it's all your fault uh. Moving news Moving news, a trail of reactions in your face. Everybody likes movies. Come and get a taste. Hey, everybody out there in DJ land, this is Eddie Collins. Guys, and this is Justin Brown. And we're here with that soulful, soulful podcast voice that you know oh so well. Just in time for the movie news and trailer reactions that we have going on these jive turkeys. Silky right down to your nethers. That's right. And first up, first up, y'all, we're going to say R.I.P. to a legend, Alan Arkin, who died at age 89. The Oscar winner started movies such as Little Miss Sunshine, Argo, as well as that won a Tony Award and was uh, nominated for six Emmys. 
Farewell, Alan Arkin. You'll be missed. Rest in peace. You're a very funny man, even though you did beat Eddie Murphy for the best uh, supporting actor Oscar, which he should have won. But you still had a very solid career, sir. Very admirable. Happy trail. That's right. R.I.P., sir. Going to more unfortunate uh, stories and loss. ESPN has cut several on-air talents oh, as it no. seeks additional cost cutting. Somebody's about to lose their job. <laughs> Can we please stop? <laughs> 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 this is terrible. You're talking about layoffs. And you just did it in a soulful Isaac Hayes voice. You psychopath. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Why do you look possessed? What's wrong with you? <laughs> that was so creepy. Folks, we don't have any video for this, but Justin literally looked like a black Pennywise. <laughs> he looked crazy. <laughs> oh, girl. Oh, no. Okay. Okay, oh, I'm okay. done. So, such... Other talent, um, like Max Kellerman, Susie Colbert, Kayshawn Johnson, Jalen Rose. I don't know any of these names. You don't know Max Kellerman? At least I mean, he's I think so. He's the white dude that does like a Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, I know that guy. But uh, yeah, I don't want you know. I don't watch sports. Jalen Rose, you don't know none. I don't watch sports, man. Wait, who was the other one they said? Kayshawn Johnson and then Jeff Van Gundy. Wait, did they 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 fired a woman as well? Yeah, Susie Colbert. Oh, Susie. Hold on, let me think. think. Oh, Susie. But uh, Stephen A. Smith did recently say on his uh, podcast a few days ago that this is just the beginning, that there's going to be more cuts, and he thinks even he might be on the chopping block. So I didn't know ESPN was in trouble. They're not firing Stephen A. Smith. You don't think so? No. Stephen A. Smith, because anywhere Stephen A. Smith goes, he's making somebody some money. He's like the star of, of ESPN. Come on over to Medium Popcorn Network. <laughs> yeah, Steve right. If you're like, now these boys, when they told me they could only pay me with a chicken sandwich and a dream, <laughs> I had to go. I had to see what they were talking about. And Steve, it would be hilarious if Stephen A. Smith was on this show with us. It's like, Brandon, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, neither do I, Stephen. But I do know you need hair plugs. Um, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's the new feud, Brandon and Stephen A. Smith. Well, I, get I, on the line. <laughs> I got no beef with Stephen. He says some questionable things sometimes, but I mean, I, I just, like, like I said, I didn't know ESPN was struggling like this. Apparently, like, uh, you know, they're, they're having some financial issues, especially, I guess, cutting the cost of talent. That's a big, uh, that was a big eater in their budgets, probably. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, they're under Disney, and Disney has. All these studios are fucking trying to cut. Have a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. All because they want to keep up with fucking Netflix. <laughs> well, I mean, you can also keep up with Netflix if you just pay all of your talent $2. Yeah, that. But also, like, none of them. The thing is, they didn't realize that Netflix is, they see themselves as a tech company. So they really don't need to, like, they just have to keep advancing their technology. Yeah. But they don't have to, like, movie studios have so many other things they have to think about that tech companies don't. Yep. It's just very short-sighted. But uh, uh, what's not short-sighted is the Golden Trailer Awards awarding our homie John Cantu with uh, 
trailer, his trailer that he did for Cocaine Bear, Best Comedy. Mm -hmm. So shout out to John Cantu, who's a supporter of the show um, since I met him last year in uh, California. So that was dope. Oh, shit. I know that guy. We appreciate you. Congratulations. Congratulations on the award ball to come. I don't know. That's kind of sing-songy like Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah. No. Man, I could never that, write a musical. That, that didn't fit the vibe. Do you think I could write a musical? No. <laughs> no. Your lyrics be, would be all over the it'd place. It'd be the thing of nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be the first. I try to do a preview to my friends and family. Everyone walks out. Yeah. It, it would turn into a mass suicide. Uh <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Um, Res- Reservation Dogs, the hit show on FX Hulu, is set to end with season three. Mm-hmm. Um, Ten episodes. Creator Sterling Harrell said it's the creative de- decision. It's the correct decision creatively for the show, which makes sense. I mean, it's a, the first two seasons I thought are really, really solid. Um, I don't want to say it's a little bit more on the quieter side of like FX stuff, but is it? I can tell why it doesn't get like the hype that other shows do, but it's still really well done. The, the kid actors are fantastic. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's got some pretty good acclaim. Yes, uh, behind yes, yes. it. Uh, I think it, it's just also one of those things where um, I think kid actors are a little bit more expensive. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think probably they want to you know pull away from uh, doing child actors. Um, and people say like, oh, they're not going to pay them that much. It's not necessarily the pay, but it's all the things they have to do because you have to have tutors on, on hand. They can't work them the same amount of hours they can yeah. work a normal, you know, an adult actor. So I think that that may play a factor into it is also where's the story going to go? Mm. Because they also have to account for these kids growing up. Yeah, that too. But it's also, you know, if I'm thinking more, more on the darker side, you know, a lot of these studios are starting to cut their production deals. Yeah. Shit. They're all waiting out for force majeure. Uh, but some people are like, if the contract's widened down, they're not renewing shit. So they'll be like, hey, since we're not renewing this, you're not getting our season of X, Y, and Z. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, But nonetheless, a tight three-season arc, I'm cool with that, man. I mean, ho- hopefully the, creator, the creators get to go out on their own accord more than – more than not these days. Yeah. I think that's why, like, shows like, um, well, Insecure, I felt like went a little bit too long, but what was it? Uh, Breaking Bad. Um, there's a recent one that ended. There's a bunch of recently that ended. Uh, Atlanta, mm-hmm. Barry, like, <clears throat> Marvelous Miss Maisel, things that's like, we kind of know when it's time to leave. Yeah. And they all left them really solid footing, which is why for me, it's kind of like, man, I don't even know what, what was the best drama or comedy this year. Yeah. Stuff. So, but, um, yeah, uh, check out Reservation Dogs on uh, Hulu, everybody. It's it's a fun show. Every episode's like a half hour, so it's really quirky and weird. So it's Taika Waititi when he's actually funny and not just doing cocaine and, like, playing slapstick on set all day. Yeah. Because I still don't know what the fuck Thor Love and Thunder was. Yeah. That feels like a fever dream when you think about what actually happened in that movie. Like, they had this serious arc with Jane and cancer, and then everything else was like a fucking Roger Rabbit cartoon. <laughs> it was so <laughs> jarring how weird it was. <laughs> All right. Uh, now that we got Justin a little loosened up. <laughs> oh, 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 why don't you love me, Jane? 
I don't know. I don't know why in my head Roger Rabbit sounded like that for a I second. Know, yeah, that, that just sounded like a creepy Italian. Yeah. This is love me, Jide. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened there. So uh, Anthony Mackie has been doing the rounds for uh, for a few projects he has going on, including that uh, video game at Twisted Metal that's going to be on Peacock, which mm-hmm. does not look. No, it looks it terrible. Looks wild. Um, but uh, before he was landed the role of Sam Wilson, a.k.a. Falcon, he had his eyes set on a completely different Marvel Cinematic Universe character, Black Panther. Yeah. He said in an interview, I've been contacting Marvel a lot about Black Panther. I had written them letters. I was trying to find a way to make, to make them make Black Panther. And I want to be Black Panther because I grew up fucking loving Black Panther. He said Black Panther so many times in that mm-hmm. sentence. Um, and then he eventually did get a meet, but it was to be casted as a... Uh, as Falcon for uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I feel like every time Anthony Mackie does like, these press runs, he says wild shit. Yeah. So basically yeah. what Anthony Mackie is sa- telling us is that, hey, y'all be lucky I put Black Panther on the map <laughs> when I was writing <laughs> letters <laughs> about it. Yeah. And that's why they made it, because of me, Anthony Mackie. I mean, <laughs> Anthony Mackie does be saying some wild shit every every interview. Pre- that's why they stopped making him do them. I'm surprised he's still doing press. Uh, didn't he also have a thing where he um, uh, he criticized uh, something for not having any black characters in it? Oh my god, it was just it was just recently. Uh, he had this. He had uh, something. Shit. Fuck. I, I I gotta look it up. Not having black characters. Yeah, that there was no black characters. Oh, Wes Anderson maybe because I know he was getting a lot of flack on social media, which is like, have y'all not seen a Wes Anderson movie? It'd be bizarre if he did have a bunch of black people at this point. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, Anthony Mackie also commented on the Jonathan Major saying, th- saying nothing has been proven, which is very true. Um, I just think it come from Anthony Mackie's crazy ass could come off Harry Potter. Oh, that's what the crazy shit he said. Yes. Yeah, you saw him like, this nigga got no black friends. It's like, you tell me there ain't one black wizard? But that's what I'm telling <laughs> there you. There is like, a black wizard but, or two in but there. But think about his press tour has to be so fucking batshit for all these topics to be covered. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's, where, where do you even get there, Harry I mean, <laughs> unless he was talking about inclusivity and representation in yes, media. Yes. But then it's just like, had that Harry Potter nigga when he got one black friend <laughs> and he disappeared halfway through the movies. Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, it's true. Though. I mean, but black people wouldn't fuck with Harry Potter, though. Yeah, but I used to have a bit about this. It'd be like, yo, you you can't send me no owls or nothing, nigga. You <laughs> trouble follows you like the play. Listen, you send an owl to my house, that motherfucker's gonna end up in a pot. Oh, there my chest. Keep on sending these owls, nigga. We eating good in the neighborhood. I'm going to open up a business. Owls are us. <laughs> we cooking owls every fucking Tuesday. You said we put the owl in the pot. <laughs> I think fly through my window with a fucking scroll. It's like, nah, nigga, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but yeah, Anthony Mackie, just every time he gets a microphone in his mouth, uh, or pointed at his mouth. <laughs> he, just, he just says some crazy shit. Oh, man, alive. Okay. Uh, then uh, I, I know then there was a big thing about, like, uh, Samuel Jackson um, and a few other actors being upset that they actually weren't included in uh, Wakanda Forever. 
Oh, yeah. If I'm a black actor in a Marvel project and I didn't get an invite for anything Black Panther related, I bet, oh, so you... You 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 African niggas on some you, okay. We so gonna, so you tell me Nipsey we gonna push pull up? We gonna be divided like that? No, okay. I, I believe actually actually uh, Anthony Mackie uh, made a note about that too. It's well, just like Anthony Mackie, they probably like well we don't like we're a cocaine cocaine free set Anthony. <laughs> so good luck, buddy. <laughs> you fucking falcon. This nigga real, probably really believes he can fly. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I got wings. <laughs> Anthony Mackie looks like. He reminds me, his energy reminds me of Leonardo DiCaprio once upon a time in Hollywood. You know, he's always hung over or fucked up. Like, before he gets on set, he just has his face in a bowl of ice. <laughs> like, that's what Anthony Mackie feels like every time I see him on camera. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's a little bit problematic, to say the yeah. least. But uh, good luck with the press tour, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of press and uh, black actors... Angela Bassett will be among uh, amongst uh, a few honorees, including Mel uh, Brooks, for uh, the Honorary Academy Awards in 2024. Whoa, something is on my mind. Well, actually, it's 2023. It's going to be on November 18th, 2023. See, this doesn't ring as well as it could because of Angela Bassett being robbed last this earlier this year for the fucking Oscar. Dun, 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 you just a fool. You know you're in love. What you say? You got your Oscar. I mean, hey. she, she's getting an Oscar. And you know she's going to fucking bring the best fucking dress possible. Mm-hmm. Just she's going in. She still looks beautiful at her uh, Dude, I saw, she walked past me at the Apco Awards. Okay. Time stopped, nigga. Oh, did it? And then Courtney was like behind her, just like, yeah, niggas, mm-hmm. y'all can't touch this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I can't. You're right. Because your wife was there. Well, that too, but I can't. <laughs> um, and I, and I, if, if you didn't understand what I was doing, that was a Tina Turner song. Oh, yeah. You know, Angela Bassett, Tina Turner, What's Love Got to Who Do With It? Who did she lose against? What? For, for uh, What's Love Got to Do With It? Yeah. Somebody who shouldn't have beat her for that role? <laughs> Someone who didn't deserve it. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look it up. But uh, in the meantime, in the meantime, uh, I am happy that she's getting the the gold in some capacity. She's yeah. a very deserving uh, artist when it comes to that. My frustration comes from I just watched the I've been watching the Bear season two. Mm-hmm. There's an episode. It's not a spoiler anymore, but episode six. It's a family uh, dinner, right? And Jamie Lee curses the mom. Mm. She's the matriarch of the family. Better performance than like everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yep. I'm like, oh, and this she's fucking acting. She's fucking killing this shit. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I never thought of that. Like, oh man, if I don't see Jamie Lee's name up there, because again, like for me, if anyone's gonna be win for that movie in the supporting actress, it's gonna be Stephanie Shu. It should should have been. So it should have been between her and Angela, but because of the fucking, we got to award somebody for, you know, their legacy or whatever. I don't know. It just never set, set right to me. And the fact that they're, like, doing this a year later, not even, it's just kind of like it feels a little, we're like, we're sorry, like, more like, you know, we're actually recognizing you for your honor. They better give her a fucking amazing presentation. They won't. They, they might, because uh, for Samuel Jackson... Who was it, Denzel, that did his, his honorary Oscar? So if you can get the right person to do it, the presentation, it can mean a lot. Okay. Uh, yeah. Who, yeah, I mean, you're right. 
because I, I I watch that one occasionally just because it's very like um because Samuel Jackson's a fantastic actor. I think yeah. he's one of the best, and it's easy to forget that because he's in so much. Yeah, and so much of it is openly like he's a black Nick Cage, crazy and dark, dog shit and shit. Mm. But you also forget how fucking amazing he really is. Like honestly, like I have you been watching um, the Secret Invasion? No, I haven't. I've heard it's really good though. Yeah, he's really good. At it. I don't know why people say, "Oh, I don't like it." It's, it's well, because I heard it's also super black. All these, all the, I mean, I appreciate Marvel actually doing some black shit. I, I mean, I, that's why I like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm like, yep. this brother is over here like, how am I going to pay my mortgage? Yeah. I fly around. <laughs> I save the world. I still can't pay bills. It's like, <laughs> but then you're also watching like, well, how am I supposed to do? <laughs> Y'all sent me to black people's house. They trying to put me in the pot. <laughs> they trying to kill the Falcon. <laughs> They said something about Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, God. But, I mean, how do you feel about Angela Bassett getting this honorary Oscar? No, bro. Like, I think that she should have won the she Oscar. She lost to Holly Hunter by uh, for the piano, by the way. Yeah, trash. Um, I, I think that, you know, she should have won the Oscar outright anyhow. Yeah. But, you know, listen, if you, you're going to get the, the honorary whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, she she needs to be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I know I'll be watching it just to see what she uh, what she's wearing. Mm-hmm. What are you wearing, Angela? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Who are you wearing, actually? <laughs> Comedy Central Nix's plans to air season five of Inside Amy Schumer after the variety show, along with several other shows, have been pulled from Paramount Plus amongst the content purge, including fantasy football and Nickelodeon content. This is getting ridiculous, man. Like, it used to be, okay, if a show, like, didn't do well, you might catch it here and there, like some random cable thing for a rerun. Or maybe, you know, you could watch, you could buy a DVD. You find a Nick at night. Yeah, some shit, right? (laughs) Now, like, if, okay, if Paramount Plus, like that, uh, that Grease show, Right, the pink ladies or whatever the fuck. Mm. That show got canceled and they got scrapped off the, the platform like within two weeks after. Yeah. But if it's only lived on this streaming platform, there's no horror copy of it. Scrub the way for That's terrifying, dude. Think about how it, as an actor, you wouldn't be able to show that shit. You would have to hope that you have footage somewhere else to be able to put on your reel. Yeah, well. It's the name of the game now. It's fucking disgusting. So, in actual, so I would say this: if there's anybody who's a young actor listening uh, uh, to this show, first off, why? But second, <laughs> we appreciate you. No, well, no, they're learning about some of the things that they should not be doing. Uh, but I think one of the things that you need to be doing when you're negotiating for a role or whatever, you need to put it in there in your contract that you actually get your content. Mm. I think it, it's super important, and I'm and I'm spe- I'm not even speaking as like oh yeah you, this, because this thing has happened. As an actor, I've a thousand percent most of the time never got a copy of of what I um uh, either finished product or like yeah. any of any of it. So then, how can I build a reel? Like yeah, I can put it on there, but like oh let me see it. I can't show it to you. So I would just implore everyone is like hey. Yes, I'm accepting this, but I want a copy when it's fu- finished. That's it, and I and I think that that's that should be. Like I, that's not a heavy ask, yeah. Considering the world that we live in, 
But like, you know, I think that it's just common courtesy. That, and like, I've gotten uh, things from some of the some of the work I've done. And like, never yet asked, like, hey guys, it's finished. We're going to send you out a copy of it for I'm like, awesome. Mm-hmm. And they just give us the guidelines. Just don't release this, such and such and such, till after this date. Cool. But most of the time, they don't do that, and you're left in the dark, and you have to hunt it down on your own. And that shit's not fun. Yeah. So. If if you're listening and you're a performer in any in any realm, always make sure that you get a copy of your work because the only one that really cares about documenting that is you. After you buy it, that's what it's all about: guns and butter, baby. Mm-hmm. That's Those your gun, and that's your butter. That's right. Put the butter on the plate because you're gonna have to eat something. Mm-hmm. Arby's, we got the meats. I don't even know. I don't even okay. Uh speaking of meaty news, uh Daisy Ridley is reportedly pushing for John Boyega to return as Finn in the new uh, Jedi Order movie that she uh it's rumored that will focus on Ray several years in the future from the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Um this is being directed by Char Charmin Obiad Shinoi. Um apparently they have we had a script ready for it, so it ain't uh, gonna happen. I, 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 I don't like what you're doing. <laughs> I like what you're doing, but it ain't gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen either. I they mean, ain't fucking with him. I mean, I don't think he's fucking with them unless unless it's such a good, undeniable role, a moment like you know, mm-hmm. for his role. I don't, I don't see him doing it. Yeah, he's not gonna do a glorified cameo, right? I think Daisy really is doing this, like, or her people are doing it to make sure it's like she did the work to try to like reconcile all the shit he said about the focus being on her and uh, Adam Driver Yeah, by the last part of that sequel trilogy and stuff, you know? You know, it, it's just one of those things where it, it, no one's ever going to be happy with it, though. I mean, at Lucasfilm, who could be happy after Indiana Jones 5 and now, you mm-hmm. know, whatever the fuck they're trying to put out? I wouldn't be surprised if this movie doesn't make it. That's all I'm saying. It started off as a project with Damon Lindelof, and then he got taken off. It's a whole, it's it's a shit show over there. Yeah. Such a shame. Mm-hmm. Such a shame. <laughs> you know what else is a shame? Is the report of uh, over 100 artists um, quitting across the Spider-Verse during its various iterations because of brutal working conditions such as last-minute changes. Um, obviously, it's never good for people to feel overworked and overstressed and everything. Um and as much as I love that movie, I don't think it's worth anyone's mental health. So um, I just hope that Lord of Miller, they learn from these people speaking out and stuff. Honestly, I don't think anything's going to change because these machines are so big at this point. Yep. Um, and Lord of Miller are notorious for making last minute changes Yeah. and stuff. So, But it's unfortunate that there was a, a lot of artists that had to quit over the various um, stages of the movie. The trash that they get put through. I, I mean, mean, I can't imagine. I mean, it, it, I'm sure there's so many moments where you put in so much time into like a sketch or like scene or something like that. And then you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I got that done. And then they're like, no, actually, we're, uh, we're scrapping that whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's probably maddening. Like, imagine doing, like, you know, in Spider Verse, the. The sketch renaissance vulture thing. Mm-hmm. Imagine you do like a different take on that, like a different time period, and all the work to every detail for that sequence. 
And they're like, actually, we're going to go a different direction. You probably throw yourself out a window. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> you know? Uh, but, I mean, I, it's not surprising then the following rumor that's been had is that um, allegedly some uh, an animator, an anonymous animator, mentioned that the, beyond the Spider-Verse, which is supposed to be the third entry uh, in the, the series, that there's no way the movie's coming out then. There's been progress in the pre-production side of things, but as far as production side goes, the only progress that's been made on the third one is any exploration or tests that were done before the movie was split into two parts. And we know this because this is really dope. I tagged you and Tatiana on mm. social media. I don't know if it's still up, because I was like, man, Kent Powers don't give a fuck. Um, but he posted test footage of Miles G. Morales yeah. as a vigilante prowler, not as a bad guy prowler, mm. going around the city... Um, being chased by cops with his uncle. And that was a really fucking cool sequence. Yeah. And so, man, if we get like a different type of Miles, like able to do some dope shit. I mean, just that sketch alone looked fucking amazing. Yeah. So they're saying it's not going to be out next year, March 29, 2024. I'm not surprised. We're not getting this shit till like 2030. <laughs> I don't think it'll be that long. Well, I mean, also, again, and, and I know everything kind of goes right back to uh, the the what you call it uh, the strikes and whatnot. Yeah. It's just like I it, it, it's it would be smart for for all of us not to expect things Absolutely. to happen very quickly. Absolutely, I mean the last minute changes not just in her writing but obviously the animation. Mm-hmm. And then Haley uh, uh, Stanfield, who plays Gwen Stacy, she said she hasn't been uh, in a booth for the third one at all. Yeah, she's one of the main characters, so. I know that like you can do voice work pretty quickly, but given how quick, fast they often change it, yeah. I imagine she has to have at least like two to three months blocked off her calendar. Yeah, to do that. So, folks, again, if and we said this in the Across the Spider Verse episode, if you were expecting this movie to come out next year and next March at that, you were sorely mistaken. Oh, yeah. There's just no way. I'm surprised they haven't announced that it's going to officially be delayed. It's just, I guess, because that gives. The, the Writers Guild some leverage. Yeah. They'd be like, see, they said the, the Writers Strike wasn't going to impact anything. And look, now they have to push one of their biggest projects for next year. Yep. But. Yeah, which makes total sense. And, and like, you yeah. have, they have to play that game, unfortunately. Because, I mean, look at, uh, you know, everything that, well, obviously, how far this thing has gone already. Yeah. And, and the way, you know, it's being handled, you know, you got to start playing a little dirty. Hollywood's full of nothing but dirty stories, including mm-hmm. uh, the news, the latest uh, this Hollywood uh, Reporter expose on home improvement star Zachary Ty Bryan, who uh, amassed a Bitcoin fortune, didn't spiral amid domestic violence arrests and allegations of fraud. Because in June 2023, recently, it was revealed that Bryan was accused of running a fraudulent agriculture technology startup scheme. Four sources told the Hollywood Reporter that the scheme involved them giving Brian individual payment amounts ranging from $5,000 to $25,000 in exchange for fake contracts, which actually had no value. The amount of uh, money that Brian earned from the scheme is said to be a total close to 50000 And this is all the fuel his... Uh, so he got, like, two people? <laughs> and, bro, and this is the fuel, like, his drug addiction, his alcoholism. He was on, like, Fox Nation and uh, all that shit. Talking about like Christian values and President Trump's going to save the world and shit, and this is after he had amassed apparently millions through cryptocurrency. And believe you or not, that after that got him into Bitcoin, 
was the nigga Preston from Blank Check that also started with Zachary Ty Bryan and First Kid. That's how they became cool. And he was like, hey, man, let me tell you about cryptocurrency. And then they both got rich. That's some wild shit, man. But you know what? I'm glad that Preston finally got that. Uh, that, that real th- million. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he still had a got list. that check. He that still had a check. list. <laughs> He said, oh, oh, now I got the real money. Y'all niggas that made fun of me about playing check, I'm coming for you. <laughs> It'd be crazy if that actor bought that castle. Oh, he actually went back and... It'd be so crazy if he did that. That would be the most ridiculous thing. Yes. But absolutely. I would love, I'd be I would here love for it. Too. I would love it, too. But, um, folks, all these articles, you know, this article about the child acting and stuff just goes to show, don't have your kids around Tim Allen. I mean, he was running drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Tim Allen. Yeah, I mean, if guys, if you don't know about that, yeah, Tim Allen was literally arrested because I think he was he was smuggling drugs from Mexico. I think so, yeah, yeah, and he got caught and he was in federal prison yeah. for that. They interviewed him for the story, and he was like, "I don't know what happened to that kid." I was like, well, "Yeah, what do you think Tim Allen was gonna be like?" You know, I'm the one that first gave him his first drug. You yeah, know? we got high together. But I, I mean, so just saying. Yeah, no. saying it's not Tim Allen's fault. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 nobody no. bring that on Tim Allen. But saying, no, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of investment, uh, we watched a few movie trailers, including the movie Dumb Money, which is the film by Craig uh, Gillespie, who did the I was going to say the Wakanda movie, the the Cruella movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cruella. He also did the the Pam and Tommy uh, series and stuff like that. Start, stat cast: Paul Dini, Seth Rogen, Nick Offerman. Pete Davidson, um, Shanae Woodley, um, and there's also, uh, you know, Anthony Ramos is in it. Yeah, so basically, basically this film is all about the... Didn't you get caught up in this? The GameStop thing, right? I, I really wasn't uh, in the GameStop thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I really wasn't in that. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I Did think... Did you know of the guy that yeah. Paul uh, Dano's based off of, though? Yeah. Uh, or not personally, but yeah. you knew of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I I know about everything's going on with that. I never really got into GameStop because it was like, I don't know. That just sounds like somebody's trying to pump it and dump it, which yeah. is exactly what was going on. Uh, you know, I I was in like the pump it and dump it, pump and dump, pump pump and dump. I don't like I don't like that. Can you stop? I don't like it. No, you don't like that song. I don't like the way you say it. Um. Yeah, so like uh, that, uh, I was doing like more of like the Bitcoin and other stuff and, and whatnot. But I mean, it, it's interesting because that whole story is wild because a lot of people lost a lot of money and a lot of people gained a lot of money. Yeah. And so, and it's not the way that it typically goes uh, it, it, with that. So, um, you know, I imagine there are some people who were um, uh, probably disappeared. Because of that, and it's oh, so interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be interesting to see a film centered around that because I know somebody had to get killed. They, you know, they, they you just think so. Oh, I'm pretty sure of it. I mean, that's a lot of money. It's just like, how much did we make? He's like uh, five million. And then like the Seth Rogen, how much did we lose? Like his wife, and she's like one billion. And how about yesterday? One billion. I was like, because those dudes are accountable to somebody. Yeah. And if they're powerful enough, they'll be like, shut this shit down. Yeah. Which, well, is, which exactly is exactly what happened. What happened. Yeah. Because yeah. they like shut off like things like Robin Hood and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Fucking shady. And then they're like, why does anyone have faith in the system? I mean, 
we're doing the best we can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the rich people are just like, no, 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 no. We're not losing yeah. money. It's like, it's it's so crazy the amount of back backbending and shit that rich people will do to save their ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it's not even the uh, to save their ass. It's like that they're able to do. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. of that wealth and greed, mm-hmm. which uh, leads us to our next trailer, Killers of the Flower Moon. Just released a new full trailer to, uh, today. Starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, um, directed by Scorsese. It looks like a Scorsese film. Yeah. Like a gangster Scorsese film, but with indigenous people. Yeah. Which is very confusing. Yeah, because we all know that Scorsese doesn't give a shit about anything but Italian folks. You know. Because <laughs> uh, that, those are the movies he, he makes. But, like, this story is interesting. Yes. But when it really comes down to it. You know, let's be totally honest here. This is a movie about white people stealing from indigenous people mm-hmm. and nothing's going to be done about nope, it. Nope. And they're straight up murdering them. They're living on land that's full of oil and they're going to get got. Yep. Because I imagine, I don't know what the story is. I'm going to read it before, I'm going to read the book before the movie comes out. Mm. If I had to take a guess. You have to take a gander. If I have to take a gander. Look it's under about, the dress. It's about indigenous people that live on land that's found to have oil, and then they mysteriously start getting killed, and yep. then a rich white person comes and swoops up their land. Uh, uh, something tells me that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just white being uh, white, and uh, at the end of the day, they're going to end up being right. <laughs> yep. So, which, like, listen... You know, somebody would be like, oh, why does it have to be about race? Because that's history. That's exactly this what happened. This is history. This is based on history. <laughs> yeah, like this is like literally If exactly he's being accurate to it, then he needs to be real about this shit. Yeah, so like, it, and if he's not being accurate to it, then fuck that movie. Yeah. But like, we'd hope that he's being accurate uh, to what really I've happened. heard positive rumblings, particularly from folks of indigenous heritage that have seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is like hearsay through like journalism and shit, mm-hmm. but- Hopefully that that stands up. Yeah, we'll hopefully, see. hopefully. We'll uh, speaking of standing up, uh, we saw the trailer for Dune Part Two. Still have no idea what the fuck's going on in the story. But I didn't was, watch the first one. I I I, I have zero uh, interest in Dune. It's Dillis Villeneuve though. Okay. Visually, it's really fucking cool. Okay. I I don't think it's as beautiful as Blade Runner twenty forty nine. But Brandon, yeah, that's you just said it. Visually, it's fucking cool. Yeah. What about the story? I don't know where it's going. I never, there you I go. Don't, I don't know Dune. I, I'll tell you what I do know about Dune, though, is that it seems like a motherfucking Star Wars story. The, and then when I read that that shit was created way before George Lucas came up with Star Wars, I was like, how has George Lucas not been sued? Like, crazy. Like, every week that a state for Dune should be filing a lawsuit against that. <laughs> He literally, it's, they literally have an emperor that looks like Palpatine. It's fucking crazy. Anyways, um, this, this movie has Christopher Walken, Florence Pugh, who mm-hmm. I just love, I love that mm-hmm. woman. Um, that crazy nigga pew, that still pew. thinks, <laughs> that crazy nigga still thinks he's Elvis. He's a bald head now for some reason. Austin Butler. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, what? Dave Bautista. Um, yeah, he looks crazy. I mean, he always looks crazy. Yeah, yeah, but he looks crazy. Well, he's all chalky white and shit. Yeah, so he looks crazy. And he's like the main <laughs> warrior and stuff like that. We'll see. We'll see. Um, 
But uh, Zendaya definitely gets more to do because a lot of people were pissed about the first one. Zendaya's in it for like three minutes. Yeah, you know. And really, <laughs> young girls were like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see how D- Dune 2 goes. Apparently, Dennis Villeneuve said he's adapting the third Dune book into the third movie if there, or the second Dune book. I don't know what the fuck, but I, I didn't know how much story there is in this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you didn't read the book either. Right? No. I mean, I, I'm i just not interested. Yeah. I'm not interested. That's fair. It's like, when the third one comes out, maybe I'll check out the first. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. It's kind of like The Matrix. You're kind of like, let me win and see how these are going to pan out yeah. before I, I give a fuck. Now, I watched the first Matrix. and I know, but I got, you know, like everybody, I got burned with that third one. Oh, the oh, second yeah, mixtures yeah, were loaded, you're like, okay, that was kind of fucking weird. Like, but like it was cool though. It was they, visually cool, effects. but you're like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And then that white nigga in, this, in the the room just talked to us for 20 minutes. Yeah, I still don't know what he was talking about. We we got two white guys with dreadlocks lying around. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? We in all there? paid seven ninety five to watch some madness on the screen and just be like, it looked cool. So I guess they're still doing something kind of. And then on top of that, you have to listen to somebody tell you how you just don't get it because the Matrix is about this and da 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 da. And I was just like, uh, and them just pontificating about them. I'm like, oh! And then everyone saw the Matrix revolutions or whatever the fuck, and everyone was like, oh yeah, the, this just fell apart. This, yeah. No, this makes sense. Yeah, this is trash. Oh, and they all die? Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> like, oh and they died in brutal ways too. Yeah. Like, Trinity got like spikes through her chest and shit. And then Neo gets, like, disconnected and shit. I was like, yo. That was a visceral death, man. Yeah, the whole, th- the whole thing's fucking... Anyways, uh, we'll have to see how Dune pans out. <laughs> but, uh, but you're not the one. She's the one. <laughs> the last trailer we watched is for, uh, the full trailer for Five Night at Freddy's based off the video game yeah. starring uh, Josh Hutcherson and Matthew Lillard, apparently. Mm-hmm. Which, this is, this is giving me Shining meets... Uh, Willie's play, playground yeah, exactly. vibes or exactly. whatever the fuck. I forgot what the Nicolas Cage movie. I think no, it, it, was, it was like I Willie's think, playground. No, it was Willie's. It, yeah, Willie's uh, playground. Yeah, uh, animatronic uh, monster animals. Yeah. But it's gonna be released on Peacock. I saw. I was just like, oh, that's kind of boring. Yeah, that's no. like announcing your movie's gonna be released on YouTube. Uh, don't worry, they, they'll just scrub it from. <laughs> I know, right? That's the thing is too. Like, you almost wonder how long will my shit stay on this platform. Yeah, that's why you get on there, you got to download it, and then you got to screen grab it onto your computer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you really do have to scrape the internet. Yeah. If I, you know, if you are a fan of Southside on HBO Max now, known as Max for some stupid reason, I would definitely try to order DVDs of those seasons because yeah. I have a feeling that Amazing Black Show ain't going to be available too much longer. Southside. <laughs> so stupid. All right, folks, but well, that's our movie trailer and, uh, Movie news episode. It's a movie news. That's right. Uh, it's a short one, but we hope movie. you enjoy these sultry sounds it's and movie. the rumor mill that comes with these many episodes. We'll be back to our regular scheduled programming oh, next movie. week. But in the meantime, if you movie. want some bonus, bonus content for your orifices, go to patreon.com slash medium popcorn. We got and $15 packages all for your ears, your mouth, your feet, your back, your ears. I said the ears already, your hair follicles. 
and you can follow me on all the social media platforms at American Collins. But you're, if you're on Lick Spill, you can follow me at Frodo Black. You know what it is. And then you can follow the show, Lick Medium P Podcast, on all the social media platforms Lick as well. Slap it up, put it down. Mr. Brown, how can people follow you as well as maybe leave a voicemail for this show? Y'all can follow me at J Brown Did It on all the social media outlets. If you want to leave a call, 347-5080. I forgot the number. <laughs> oh, I forgot the number. 347-5080. Forgot the number. Got the number. call it anyway. Got the number. And we're going to call you all next week. See you later, Jive Turkeys and Honey Hams with the glaze finish. Tripping all the way down that wooden table onto the ground. Plant the seed. The seed grows. Sunlight. Here we go. <laughs> Eat the booty. Popcorn. We are two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brandon Collins. That's me. And Justin Brown for your moving needs. Medium popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it, well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pisses or you're